Ben, number one, the song that you keep referring to and forgetting is called Don't Stop the Rock by Freestyle. And that was a roller dome staple, so I'm actually a little bit upset that you keep forgetting it. I mean, the actual lyrics say, don't stop the rock in the robot voice. And I know that because I recorded that off the radio back when like Z95 was a thing, when I was like, I don't know, 11, uh, just so I could learn all the robot lyrics. It's like forgetting Stairway to Heaven for me. Alright, so on to the actual topic. So, uh, you guys were talking about the American Natural Resources raccoons, and I had so much to say, and it was very frustrating to be putting makeup on, talking to my phone in the bathroom, and you guys couldn't actually hear me. So, uh, we all live in Northwest Indiana. We've lived here our whole life. There's a lot of raccoons dead on the side of the road. If you really pay attention, not all of those raccoons are like busted open with guts everywhere. Sometimes you'll see that and that's probably from a pretty violent accident, but most raccoons are still fully intact. And I don't know if they died from distemper, rabies, whatever, or like a light bump from a car, but they probably died from internal injuries and their skin is still completely intact. No rips, no tears. They're just on the side of the road dead. Well, the best part about those kind of raccoons is that when they start to decompose, all those decomposition gases start to build up inside their bodies, and they start to get really puffy and bloated. And you really have to pay attention to this because you will start to see them when you start paying attention. Um, they're on the side of the road, and their arms are kind of puffed out, and their bellies are puffed out, and they look like they want to give you a hug. And I call them little hugging raccoons. And you can see their little black hands, and I don't know how closely you've paid attention, but they have little black human hands. They look like little people that have, like, dipped their hands in black paint, and they just want to snuggle with you, and it's the cutest thing ever. So, um, about 10 to 15 years ago, I had this great idea in my head that I wanted to gather as many of these raccoons, these hugging raccoons, and dress them up in baby clothes, like old, old baby clothes, not like current baby clothes, because current baby clothes are a lot cuter. So I'm thinking like, like, uh, skirts with, or, uh, dresses with like ruffles on the bottom and aprons connected to it with the bonnets, like things that my mom put me in back in 1981 and like little suits with hats and suspenders for the boy raccoons and dress them up in their little Sunday best and put them on people's front porches and like put little um a tea set on like the table so the raccoons look like they're having a tea party on somebody's front porch 
I think this sounds like a great idea because how cute would that be? Number one, how cute. Number two, the people who are gonna wake up and go outside and go get their newspaper or let the dog out are gonna be surprised with this adorable scene on their front porch. And now I've just given those people a story to tell. So I'm actually being really kind to those people as well. Cut to about 2011. I'm dating this guy for a couple of years and he's crazy. So crazy that even after being away from him for about five years, I still have dreams that he's trying to murder me and like hiding in the house. He's very crazy. He needs to be on medication. Anyhow, I think I was trying to, you know, do that thing where you like want to fix somebody. Didn't work. It never works. That's a PSA for everyone. You can't fix people. It will never work. Anyway, he was really boring most of the time. So I had to kind of come up with all the fun stuff that we did together. And so I was like, hey, it's crazy dude's best friend's birthday. What better of a time to find a raccoon, dress him up in birthday party gear, and put him on his front porch. So both of these guys lived in Valpo and I would drive the back roads and I can't even remember the street that I would go through like um, Hobart. So like this long country road, I would go through Wheeler, that little town that's like four streets wide. Anyway, it wasn't hard to find a raccoon on the side of the road. So I'm on my way out there one time and I have this in mind. And mind you, this guy's birthday is like the 28th of June. So it's hot as fuck outside. So driving down this country road, find a hugging raccoon jackpot. I'm ready to go. Uh, So I have my supplies ready. I have elbow length dish gloves ready to go. I have like three layers of black garbage bags ready to put the raccoon inside so I can wrap them up and not just throw them on the carpet in the back of my car. So I find the raccoon, pull over on the side of the road, pick him up. He's really heavy. I was surprised. He was really heavy. He wasn't an especially large raccoon. He was kind of a medium raccoon. Maybe it was a girl raccoon. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to sex a raccoon. Um, I don't think I could sex a raccoon because I'm a girl. So like maybe a guy could, but I don't know how to find out its gender either. Uh, So I put the raccoon in the bag and I go pick up the guy I'm dating. And so we decide to go to, which is another cool story, we decide to go to the Family Dollar in South Haven, which is out by Valpo. And I don't know if anybody has ever been to South Haven, and especially the Family Dollar in South Haven. This place is like a white trash mecca. It It was hilarious going in there. I actually took a couple pictures of people walking around just so I can laugh about it later. Anyway, so go to the Family Dollar, and I get a package of those little birthday hats with the elastic band under your chin. And I get the little blowers, the little noisemaker blower. Happy birthday on those. Um, they didn't have a whole lot of selection of birthday stuff. So um, I got some Mardi Gras beads. And I was like, alright, I guess this will be enough to make it look funny. Now, is this enough for me? No, I want more. I always want more. I want to make it bigger and better and more hilarious. But this is all the family dollar had in South Haven. So we throw everything back in the car and we drive out to Guy I'm Dating's best friend's house. So set the raccoon up and he's pretty stiff. So I lean him up against the siding in the house and he stays. 
He's not going anywhere. Um, his little black human hands are kind of like folded in front of his body. Like he's begging like a dog begging. But that's just the way um, he stiffened up. So, it was, But it was really cute. And so I put the little birthday party hat on him. And I gave him the Mardi Gras beads. And I put the little blower in his mouth. And, and I believe we stuck a little cigarette in his mouth as well. Not mine. I don't smoke. Smoking's bad for you. And uh, so we pulled away and uh, let it be. So mind you, again, it's hot as hell outside. And also when the raccoon was in my car, I, I had a little uh, piece of shit car for a little bit that my brother broke the air conditioning trying to fix it. So when that raccoon was in my car, he did not smell good. And that was early in the day. So cut to now the raccoon is on guy's side porch. This guy has three entrances to his house. He has his front porch, his side porch, and a back door. Well, I didn't know that he was working a double that day. So he's working 16 hours, and he had just left for work. So this is maybe around lunchtime. And so the raccoon has 16 hours of baking in the late June sun to get really stinky and really hot and I didn't take any of this into account. Like, I just wanted to dress up a raccoon because that's fucking hilarious to me. And so eventually we get, we get a phone call. Guy comes home from work. It's like the middle of the night. He parks in his garage and goes in his back door. And he goes inside to watch TV in his like little, whatever, TV area, which is really close to the side porch. And he's wondering why the fuck it smells like a hot ass dead animal inside his house. This thing was just sitting outside. Like there were no windows open. There were no doors open. But the smell was strong enough that it was like going through the fucking walls. So finally he opens the side door because he's investigating where the hell this bad smell came from and sees the raccoon and... So I'm fucking thrilled that this is happening. I'm at my own house at this point. I don't really know exactly when it's happening. But when he finds out what what happens, he's not happy. He's fucking pissed off. And so he texts the guy that I was dating at the time. And guy's like, ah, you know, we did it. Ha ha. Happy birthday. I'll come over and I'll help you get rid of the raccoon. So he goes over there, helps him get rid of it. He's texting me, telling him, oh, hey, guy birthday guy's not happy with you or and you know in general and so we took some pictures of it made some jokes about it and eventually guy came around thought it was really funny and really I think that guy just put up with it because he didn't really get a whole lot of attention from girls he was kind of a recluse kind of stayed in his house didn't really do much and the fact that I just had a vagina and I did something with him in mind was like great for him so he totally tolerated me based on the fact that I have a vagina anyhow um so I'm totally lost where I'm at okay so getting back to it American Natural Resources totally stole my idea because poker raccoons are just a variation of tea party raccoons okay Um, But American Natural Resources is a fucking great place to go. 
they have little tiny squirrels, stuffed squirrels, in like orange safety vests holding shotguns, looking like they're going hunting for deer in the forest, which is the cutest damn thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. And they have more than just raccoons playing poker, they have them like doing other things too. And I'm curious how many of these raccoons they just found on the side of the road that weren't busted open because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of inventory out there and that would save them a lot of money. Plus then they like sell it for like $500. They're making a lot of money. So what it comes down to is poker raccoons are hilarious. American Natural Resources gets a four and a half stars out of five only because they're really expensive. And yeah, so that's my story. Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 177 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. Prior to the beginning of this podcast, you were listening to a listener submission. Uh, I've been holding on to it for a couple weeks because obviously we didn't podcast. So uh, it would have been more timely had the podcast worked when we recorded the first time. But it is in regards to the raccoons uh, episode that we did. So if you don't know what that is, you'll have to go back. I think two episodes prior to this one at 175 or 6. It's the hot raccoon talk. So um, since the podcast failed to record the last time and then like several weeks went by. It's <laughs> um, an amazing story. <laughs> what, what, interesting, uh, <laughs> what interesting adventures have you been on? Dude, a lot. I've yeah. been jockoing hard. I went to Florida. I uh, almost wrestled with a gator. I was I was seriously considering like I was like what are the odds that that it legit eats me? Like I went down to Tampa, I went to this place like Mayaka State Park, and they're all over like not not like squirrels are here because <laughs> there's way more squirrels than gators, but they're just they just creep around the like the river you know banks and they're just all over the place. You know, at first I looked and I was like, oh dude, that's like. That's like a there's like a dinosaur just walking around. I know this, people that see gators a lot. Maybe it's not a big deal. To me, from the region, it is a big deal. I see him walking around. But I just thought, like, what are the odds that I'm really gonna go this way? <laughs> like, what are the odds? Yeah, your story shouldn't end that way. That's for sure. Considering where you geographically where you're from. Yeah, well, when you go, I like, feel like it's against God's plan for you to die that way. Like logically. Yeah, if you go mess with that gator, he's probably got a lot of gators you can't see. They're going to come out of the woodwork. They're going to do like, remember Jurassic Park when the one raptor's in front of you, but really there's two from the side that come? Never seen it. Oh, <laughs> I've never seen, never Jurassic, seen Jurassic Park. Park. No, never. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure we talked about it before, but no, I've never seen it. That's insane. It's a great movie. No. You know how I feel about sci-fi. It's dinosaurs. Yeah. That's, that's prehistoric-fi. Yeah. No. I saw that one where uh, Pauly Shore gets unfrozen, or uh, Brendan Fraser gets unfrozen. This is the sequel to that. Okay. It's the same. <laughs> well, if you don't know this about velociraptors, nobody knew who, what a velociraptor was until Jurassic Park came out. Instantly the favorite dinosaur of everybody in the it world. It has a T-Rex with wings on its head, though, right? Like, it has, like, a weird, like... A velociraptor yeah. is, like... It's um, a smaller T-Rex? Yeah, it's, like, a tiny... Well, 
I think it has longer arms. Maybe. I don't know. It, they're super. Look, dude, Jurassic Park is so good that Toronto started a basketball team in the NBA and named their <laughs> team after the Raptor. That's how amazing it is. Also, they started getting um, chainsaws at Home Depot, mm-hmm. calling them Raptors. Like, it's, it's. That's how good that movie is. Also, it's Spielberg. But if you didn't know this about Jurassic Park, what happens is one Raptor looks you right in 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 the kisser right mm-hmm. and while you're scared stiff or at least focus on him two raptors from the side come in and so attack it's, it's you. like a, a like the mighty ducks triangle it's a double flanking maneuver while your focus is all on the, the flying front. v yeah kind of yeah it is it's the same more triangular they should have changed the name of that movie <laughs> yeah and so i just thought like that's probably going to happen but like Okay, statistically, I probably won't die by this gator, even if I wrestle with it. Like, even if I start, like, messing with its tail and shit. But, um, logically, yeah, if I go mess with that gator, it's gonna, it's gonna go down. I feel so like I didn't you get definitely close. increase your chances exponentially if you start messing with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, well. That's for sure. Yeah. So, I went down there, and it was super cool, because where, where my buddy lives, um, dude, they just come up, like, in the backyard. Like there's there's water right behind his house. They just walk up by his backyard. It's crazy. I feel like. See, this is going to sound as I'm thinking of this. The, my theory doesn't really work out. But if you could only attack with your mouth, hey now, uh, I I feel like you're at a you're at an enormous disadvantage. But then I think of of dogs or wolves, and I'm like they're at a they're at a big advantage. Can you imagine how tough a dog would but, be but if he had big biceps? It's because of the fact. That dogs have arms and paws on them, they can they can also grab onto you. Whereas yeah. an alligator or crocodile just kind of like waddles up. I, I feel like you could just walk away from a crocodile. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty confident. That's, that was my thinking. Is like I'll mess with it and poke it, and I'll outrun. That sounds it. like a great plan. Seems yeah. Like Look how long my legs are compared to its. That's a great point. Legs, but Vern so, Troyer passed away while so, we were gone too. He had short legs. He would not have been able to out. But the bite on Vern Troyer (laughs) was, I mean, (laughs) that of also prehistoric proportions. So I went to Tampa um, for a vacation, just me. I didn't bring the fam. Went to visit a friend of mine. And another reason why I know that I'm getting old is uh, I went out of town for four days with no real responsibilities. And uh, I didn't get, like, drunk once. I drank, like, a couple beers. Most of the time, like every day, I think a couple here and there, we go to craft beers or breweries, but I never, I looked like, I was looking so forward to this vacation that I was like, I don't want to wake up feeling shitty. That's crazy, was right? This a, well, I don't know. Were you hiking and things like, like that? A little bit. Like we were doing a little bit of, you know, athlete. A, a, a friend that I was, that I was uh, staying with had like this physical agility test thing coming up. And so he's like, dude, I'm not partying because I'm kind of preparing for this thing but you can well I'm not, you know yeah, what that's I mean? real fun so i just thought i mean like, i guess we do it every week that's the other thing <laughs> how dare you but that's true uh well half of me was like the old me might have been like all right well you enjoy your tofu or whatever you know your fuel your chicken breast and your broccoli i'm gonna smash this right uh booze so had my friend been like, let's go get clobbered, maybe I would have. But he wasn't really doing that. So I took advantage and like woke up like early, feeling good. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like like a totally sober trip, but I just wasn't I wasn't getting after it. But as a result, it was super nice. 
So that means I'm old, right? Because right. I was just like, hey, uh, I guess at 37 is the year that I decide I don't need to be drunk all the time. I mean, I'm assuming you came back and got drunk though. Mm-hmm. As soon as you, as soon as you hit Chicago, you were yeah. back, back to. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I like I drove drunk home from the airport. I think I told to, you just before. To get back into the swing of things. Uh, years ago, my sister moved to Scottsdale, and um, I was. I don't remember if I. I think I was recently married, and no, it was before I got married, and um, I went out to visit her, and I was so taken by the West that I was really into country music for the couple of days I was there. Oh my God. And I tried to buy a cowboy hat. And at the time my wife, like Southwest, you were taken by Southwest. Yeah. 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 So like uh, you like, well, Southwest, but I was taken by Western music. But country. did you get a bunch of stuff that was Topaz? I didn't get anything, but I was like it, the, the hot dry air, the mountain landscape. I was like, man, I could really see myself riding a range and, 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 and doing this thing out here, it's, it's, it's like Scottsdale, that's where the hottest people in the world live. What did you purchase? Um, like I was going to buy a, a Stetson, like a $600 cowboy hat. I think, or, or no, I feel like you may have mentioned Yeah, that. I put that, it on and my wife told me my face is too fat for a cowboy You hat. were going to, you thought you were going to be a cowboy. Or I like was just, could... I was just taken by the whole thing. Like I was in. It was like the time when I went into the men's warehouse and they sold me a eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> Did you have a feeling of like this whole time I've been walking around not wearing a cowboy hat when I should have been? You know, when I got off the plane, I was like, it's probably a great idea that I didn't buy that cowboy. <laughs> yeah, hat. Yeah, but at the time, if you I were like, I've wasted I, so I, many years not wearing a cowboy. If hat. I would have bought the cowboy hat, I might have just stayed in Arizona because I knew, <laughs> like, if I spent it, once I realized how much money I spent, I would have been like, well, I'm gonna have to wear this thing, and there's no way I'm wearing it back. At, at home, like one of those super stiff ones. I would have reinvented move? myself. I mean, not <laughs> yeah. not too much, just as me with a cowboy hat. But uh-huh. you get you get the point. The whole craft uh, gourmet coffee thing would have never happened to you. No, chewing tobacco probably. You would have chewed less. on coffee grounds and drank hot water. I I, I do um, I, I do remember in this growing up in the seventies and the eighties. My dad, my uncles, everybody wore cowboy boots. That was the thing. And I remember back then being like, man, cowboy boots are lame. Even though, uh, mm. <laughs> you know, you could hide stuff with your cowboy boots, guns, knives, whatever. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, if you grew up around my family. That makes it um, cooler than without hiding stuff in them. I remember my uncle had these badass snakeskin. And I was like, you, you really have to be, you have to have a look. And I used to think it was like a, a, a skinny, you know, lengthy body style. But mm. then I see Garth Brooks wears cowboy boots oh. and a cowboy hat. How come he gets Boss away Hog with pulled it? it off. Boss Hog. Uh, he he didn't he wore like a suit though I, I guess he wore a suit Roscoe probably different time but, to time but my 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 point is is that um I got sucked in and uh, yeah. I'm thankful that my wife was there to uh, to basically take that cowboy hat and pull it right down over my head like in the cartoons I do that do I do that every time I go anywhere yeah I know like, that's, why I, anywhere, that's where I was going with this way better <laughs> yeah it's like this is way better than where I'm at I fall in love very easily yeah me too all like, the time I, like I went to Minnesota and I was like this is it you guys. Like, I would never want to live in Minnesota just because it's cold so much more. Like, I feel, yeah, if you went on, a like, a badass fishing trip, you're like, I could see myself doing this forever. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Like, I don't want to do anything else. I like, I should fish. live at, like, a, a Disney resort. That makes <laughs> right. a lot of sense. Disney World's a place for me. I've, I've been thinking about it now. It's a pretty amazing place, but I think you'd go broke pretty quick. Yeah, I don't ever, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to do it. But, so, yeah, I went to Tampa. That was pretty sweet. That was cool. Um... I got mad because, well, I shouldn't say I got mad. Nay, I got even. This is how pathetic I am. 
my wife did a couple things that costed a, cost a, uh, a sum of money that I wasn't used to spending. Mm. And, and this, the self-loathing is at this level to where I said, you know what? I've been, I, when I was down in Tampa, my friend of mine, like we're working out and he had this heart monitor and he was like, is he okay? Uh, yeah, no, no he had like the kind that you wear on your chest. I don't know. Like, you gotta I, be I don't serious. know from those, but Dude, I'll take your word for you it. You gotta be serious about working out to, Steve wear, Rogers, the, to like, wear the chest right. strap. What does that do? Monitor the sweat? It monitors your heartbeat more accurately than the wrist one. I mean, how accurate do you really need to be though? I I mean, how serious are you? We're playing games. I mean, you remember it started out with people wearing the, the, <laughs> the one-click odometer in your pocket. And you're like, I want to see how many steps. Then we got the eye watches, and yeah. we got all these different monitors and the the Fitbits and the you know. I mean, I feel like if you're just out there doing it, it doesn't matter where your heart is. If you're if you're the like David Goggins style guy, if you go out there and run ten miles, I don't care what shit what where your heart rate's at, well, it will be in the zone. Trust yeah, me, at yeah. some point. And my argument has always been, once you get a Fitbit or something, then you're going to be taking credit for shit that you normally just like, you're going to go like, I walked 9,000 steps. Whereas before you would go, I didn't do anything but walk around a little bit today. Dude, I sit in my chair at work and my phone says, congratulations, my, my watch says, congratulations. You've just met your stand goal for this hour. And my St- arm was dangling. I'm not even stand sitting. Goal? Standing is a goal. Yeah. What? Because they want you to stand up every hour once an hour at least to make sure you're circul- you know, because it helps with circulation sure. when your blood I mean, yeah. I mean that, that's if the argument again, is standing it is, is good the for lowest you. well there's a bunch of different achievements, but I'm saying like that's one it's like, hey, remind you to like stand up. There's a meditation one like every every if it if your heart rate goes up it'll be like it'll come on and say like, okay, let's do a breathing exercise. Ooh la la and this is what? Uh just an eye watch an Apple Watch. Oh, that's what you have? Yeah. That's sweet. Well this is what I'm getting to. So my friend had this cool heart monitor and he had a watch that went along with it. I think it was like, you know, it's probably like 300 bucks or something for the strap plus the watch and all this. And I said, I deserve something. So, yeah. So it says something about my self image that I was like, I deserve something. And I went in to Best Buy and I was like, I'm going to get this, this fancy thing. Cause you know why? Cause I, cause I'm active. Like I'm going to start, I'm going to start getting after it. What's stopping you? What's stopping you? Nothing but you, right? Because you've you've had buyer's remorse in the past, and I know that's what's going mm. through your head. Yeah. Well, right? so what that's, I did go ahead. was I looked at a bunch of stuff, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get that. And then I started going, whoa, 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 that's a little. I don't know. I don't deserve that. I don't deserve that. I ended up uh, going against everything I ever said, and I bought a Fitbit Pro Two. So it's like a watch. It's like it's like a smart watch. But it's not as big as that. See that thing? That looks like that thing the guy in Star Trek wore across his eyes. But yes, I see it. Did Jordy? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Whatever the black guy was. Yeah. The guy from um, Reading Rainbow? Yeah, LeVar Burton. Yeah. Well, the Reading Rainbow guy, though. LeVar Burton. Oh, the guy from Roots. I don't know about that. Go Pretty on. sure he's in Roots. This is the same watch he wore in Roots. Okay. Pretty sweet, right? Yes. So I went and bought, I ended up buying an open box version of a lesser version of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, but it does still, the same stuff. No, it's still cool, but it says something about me that I was like, you know what? She gets to spend. Let's out. be honest, it's not cool, but go ahead. Okay, fair enough. But I was like, but it's but it, it serves a purpose. But I was like, it's oh. about as cool as when Kevin Smith thought hockey jerseys every day was cool. <laughs> you know, it's looking cool, back on it, you're going to be like, not breakfast. very cool. Yeah. So, but I was like, she gets to spend thousands of dollars. Okay, I'm going to go out and buy myself something for three hundred, and I still balked. I was like, no, 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 no not for you. Yeah, not, you I don't get deserve that. it. I, you, you know, I get that. But I have, 
I'm trying to think of the last time I spent probably the, this this computer. The last time I spent like a lot of money where I didn't like for weeks feel terrible. Like what's that movie um uh with T- Tom Hanks the Da Vinci Code where the guy was like flogging himself with the metal uh Oh yeah. I mean yeah, that's yeah. how I feel after I buy it anything. Yeah. Like you look at all these guitars I have. I don't play but one of them every now and then. And and, and, and like one of my amps every time I plug it in it just shorts out. I, See, I, I do that with food. People are like, "You know what? It's your birthday. Treat yourself to like a $100 steak or whatever." I can't. I'm just like, "You're not worth it. You don't deserve it." I, it's you know what? Especially I, I just, food, dude. I'm just yeah, gonna, I'm going to literally poop it out. Yeah. Later. No, there's that. I feel like I've gotten to this I've been this way for a long time. I do and even though I every day a package comes and it's a pair of shoes for my wife or my daughter. <laughs> right. I bitch Your daughter up, too. I now? bitch oh, yeah, I bitch boy. up a storm, dude. All the time. I go, what you know, another pair of shoes? Mm. And, and at the end of the day, it, my true heart of hearts, I, I I would rather spend my I get enjoyment when but I wanna be the I wanna give it to her. I want her to be like, I really like these shoes and me to surprise her with them. Yeah. Then her just buy them on her own, right. even though I know she makes her own money. You know, our yeah, own money is yeah, pooled sure. together anyway. Right. But the the I would like to give her those things, but I, I can never do it because she just buys them for herself. And I was like, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go buy a gun. She's like, go ahead. I'm like, yeah, but but it's but you understand it's it's not economically reasonable considering that we just bought this house and we're trying to do this and right, that. Right. She's like, then don't buy a gun. No, but I'm saying like, hey, you know, you keep buying this and this and this. I, how would you like it if I went out and bought a gun? Go ahead, buy the gun. <laughs> that reminds me of the Super Bowl. You ever see Real Bravo with John Wayne? It's very old easy movie? to defeat me. Yeah, with my own logic because she, like I've told you before, she will never stop me from going anywhere. Stop me. She will encourage me. Like, dude, round up your boys, man. Take a trip. Like, I'm gonna do it. Get, get I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I can't do it. There's an old John Wayne movie called Real Bravo, and there's this old dude Stumpy that works like the jail, and everybody's. They're always making him stay. You stay and you watch the cell. You watch the cell. You watch the guys in jail. And toward the end, he's like, well, I'm going to go in the city. And so he's like, oh, go ahead, Stumpy. You know, and he's like, well, am I going to get a drink, you know? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to go. Maybe I'm going to go find me a girl. I'm going to play some poker. And he's like, go ahead. He had like, you know, it says four or five things. And he's like, you ain't going to give me no argument about it? And he goes, no. And he goes, well, I don't really care if I go there. He just stays at home. <laughs> he I mean, just stays there. That's, that's my life. Yeah. I do that shit all the time. You know, uh. I, I try to psych myself up to go out and do stuff. Like if I'm going out and doing stuff with her, then I'm, you know, she drags me along and I complain the whole time and then I end up having a good time 99% of the time. Mm. And then I, I don't bring it up. And sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I ended up having a good time. But if it's me, if she's like, I got to work tomorrow. And I'm like, for example, hey, you know, I don't know, maybe Ben's band's playing. I might go up there and have a beer. The first thing that comes out of my head is like, well, hey, I'm not going to drink because I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do good and be on a diet and, you know, I don't have that many Weight Watchers points. And so like, still doing that. How's it going by the way? Good. Counting points. Yeah. All right. Now our eggs, nothing, right? Eggs are nothing. Oh, I'd be in so many. If I was on Weight Watchers, I'd be, dude, I would smell so gross. It's still too, I mean, you could put in the app 50 eggs and it'll still show you a zero, but I think it's, you're still, basically you're supposed to be learning how to eat and how to say no, like like what we're talking about. You but I would to, eat like, like four remorse. dozen eggs a day, dude. Last night, um, you know, I just went to that one of those. It'd been a while before, since I treated myself, and I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to count tonight. 
Uh, I think it's good to reset yourself every every couple of weeks to okay. like you know pick out. And I went to uh, we went to Asian Harbor in Homewood, uh, and we had a bunch of sushi and I had a little bit of fried rice and some calamari. And I even while I was eating, it, I was like, this just doesn't feel right. It's not right. You're off the program. No, no, no. I mean, like. I was fine that I did it, but I knew like, so the, obviously I'm learning because I'm like, I feel like this is just, it's just, what's the point? You're just continuously jam food down your throat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know it tastes good, but I, I'm understanding the discipline of it and understanding like you've worked so hard. Good. Why, why would you throw it all away yeah. for this? And that's usually how I live my life in every other aspect except for food. And I'm starting to be that way. So that's yes. how I am with booze. I'm like, yeah, you got to chill out for a while. And they're like, oh, I like got bender. And I'm like, oh, why did you do this? Just open up. But I just, it's still but, that but, bad but, but I'm catching myself while I'm doing it. You're you're looking back the next day and yeah, going, but it's, dude, I it's shouldn't have done that. ruining, maybe that's that was part of the Tampa thing. It's like ruining it. Two beers in, I'm like, you know, you're going to feel like, right. yeah, this is a bad <laughs> idea. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I went against, to bring it full circle, I went against everything I ever said. I talked shit about fit, Fitbits probably 35 times mm-hmm. on the show. And so I went and got a pro too. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty dope. I had a couple. Now you know, uh, I'm the curator at a museum, mm-hmm. and I have this very quirky partner. Uh, I talk about every now and then, and so we were having this conversation. I got to get your your feel on this. Again, one of the themes that runs through um, a lot of the stuff me and you talk about, and me and him talk about, is we do these things nowadays. The men we are are not the men our fathers were, and we're pff, definitely not the men our grandfathers were. Uh we have these conversations where we tell ourselves like, dude, there's no way in hell my dad would ever have a conversation about this or be talking about this or concern himself with anything even remotely close to this topic. Mm-hmm. So we were having a conversation and he excused himself to go to the bathroom and he was talking about a newspaper article or whatnot. And and I was like, dude, I didn't see the newspaper article. I don't read the newspaper. I don't give a shit. I'll just take you at your word. And he's like, no, you got to read the article you got, because this, that, and the other thing. He's gone for five minutes. My phone goes off. I look at it, and it's him sending me the link to the newspaper article. While he's in the bathroom. From the toilet. So I, I, he comes back 10, 15 minutes later, and he goes, so what would you think? And I go, what are you talking about? He said, what would you think of the article? I said, well, I told you I wasn't going to read the article, and I'm surely not going to read an article you shared while on the toilet because n- – immediately when I, when the, when the text went off and this is where I get crazy, but I think a lot of people will be in line with this. When the text went off, I imagined him, his, and I see him come to work in his clothes every day, but now I'm seeing him with his pants and belt and everything down around his ankles. And Mm. he's wiping his ass with one hand and sending me a link with the other. And I'm surely not going to read this text. No. In fact, I'm like, we're done with the conversation. We're moving on. Pick another topic. We're done. The fact that you brought it, you brought that topic into the shitter with you. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, couldn't you just excuse yourself and come back? But he was like, it, what? He wasn't doing it to be, like, because he knew it would gross me out or whatever. He's like, oh, I, I wanted to find that article for you, and I figured, what, what else am I doing? But there should be a separation. Yeah, there should be of conversation. It's almost like talking at the urinal. Yeah, like, like when you say, okay, I gotta go to the bathroom, I'm leaving. The conversation leaves with you, and it sure. stays with you until you come back. Conversations then- hovering above us. Yeah, like the, like a like a thought bubble in a cartoon. Right, you've walked away. When you come back, the con- we pull the conversation back down. We start over. Yeah, you we, don't we get take to go like. Off. Plus, I'm. I always like being free of everything and everybody. So once 
you go in the toilet, like you don't get my attention span. Well, here's you barely had it while we were speaking. While he walked away before that, before I got the text in that five minutes, I was thinking about what we were talking about and because he wasn't there. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to think, have some thoughts to, to talk to him about when he comes back. And he blew the whole thing. I was like, I'm not talking. So we had and then a 10 minute conversation <laughs> like about how we care. weren't going to have a conversation because he toilet texted. Now, I guarantee 90% of texts that are sent are toilet texts. But I don't have to know about it. I didn't yeah. see you leave the room. Yeah. And now I'm picturing you on the toilet. Especially and just something if you I can't. pictures of your poop to somebody, which I do on occasion. Please tell me you've never done that. Oh, I have some right now I can show you. I have one. I have, I have the last one I sent. I called the worst carrot. I, I title them. Too. Who did you send this to? My you... friend Brett. All right. Well, no. he started it. He started the trend. You know what I mean? It's like abstract art. Like you go, what could I name this? This one is unique in what way? Listen. I don't think our grandfathers would have done that, but I can't yeah, be sure. Because no. they didn't have the technology. Well, they would have called each other in, I'm sure. Yeah. On the battlefield, just like a fox. They dug a hole right outside the foxhole and, and laid a long, the longest turd they ever yeah, laid. Yeah, do you think like, they, hey, like, you gotta <laughs> they like scrawled it out and they're like, dude, you got to go look at my poop in that other foxhole. Uh, hold on before you go. It's called snake pit. You, 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 it's you, called snake pit. So- just think of snakes before you look at you it. You don't think because of the fact that these guys were shitting in the field, they were strategically placing their poop so their buddies would step in it? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, no doubt. You don't think that they... Who's writing that book about about the the days of, of yore? Yeah. You know, like back in World War II when, like I said, somebody oh, World was... War I, we know about the... We know about, you know, how they gas the tr- trenches, dude? Mm. Everybody knows that that there was disease and, you know... In the beginning of trench warfare, you know, with the advent before the advent of tanks and whatnot, they know how gross, like, and they know they were peeing and pooping in those oh, trenches, yeah. but they don't know the the prodding and the joking that oh, went yeah. on with it. Wherever there's men and poop. Like, just because I sent a picture of my poop and it was in the shape of a Z, so I called it Zorro, I'm sure I'm not the first person to do that. No, I'm pretty sure there's a caveman wall somewhere with a poop log drawn mm-hmm. on it. Like, yeah. One guy went to another guy's cave. Drew a piece of poop. <laughs> that caveman said, look, doesn't this actually look like fake poop? But it's not. It's actually real. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, my Lord. The other thing is um, we travel around to other museums quite often. And in addition to, and I don't remember if this got erased or not in the last podcast when I talked about how I only listen to Ranchero music when I drive yeah. at work. Yeah. Um, so if it's it did, soothing. Yeah. Yeah, did that that might have been the podcast that went the week before. But the either soothing, way, the soothing trumpets. The uh, it, it what's interesting is is I also drink my I will take I don't know why but I will take a styrofoam cup fill a, like whatever they are 12 14 ounce cups or whatever and fill it with coffee and I will drive to our destination drinking coffee. Okay? Sure. He gets angry because we have lids for those cups. I choose not to drive with one. And uh, we I was holding it, and, I, of course, I filled it to the brim uh, because I wanted to make sure I had enough coffee till I got to my destination where I knew they had more coffee. You have Yetis and whatnot. I do. But it keeps... So what are you it, doing? Because the coffee stays too hot in the Yeti. Now... No, my wife I, has I told me to put a couple of ice cubes in it to bring it to, to the optimum temperature, but it's just not the same. Yeah. I feel like and as a coffee connoisseur mm-hmm. that you need to get the coffee to the perfect temperature like what I said temp? before at 112 yeah. okay. where you could you could taste the notes. That's the whole point. It's no different than these I've beer snobs. I've never tasted the coffee note in my okay. life. Okay, but anyway. Uh, I hit some railroad tracks and I dumped the coffee into my lap and on my leg. 
And then he was super irritated with me because he's like, how did you not know that was gonna, wasn't going yeah. to, was going to happen? Sure. And why wouldn't you have had a lid? And I just took the vent from my car and tilted it down. And I was able, I have like moisture wicking pants on it, uh-huh. you know, cause when you're out there digging and sweating and see, you know, whatever, but yeah. you know, I was able to basically whoosh, wipe the coffee off. We were good to go. Curators have the most moisture wicking pants. Yes. But he was so, it bothered him so much that I refused to put a lid on my coffee. And that I have these, like these rules that in the short time that I've been enjoying, um, artisan artesian however you want to say it <laughs> yeah that i have to i'm so finicky about the way i have to 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 enjoy it what do you think about that i not putting i mean it's i crazy. tell you i've been driving i've been driving with a mug and i and i spilled my mug on me a couple times. i don't understand not putting a lid on i don't, I don't get it one I, dude, day. I don't it's stupid as a matter of fact my father-in-law i see him do that and i would just be like well, i would be the exact same way as your is uh the guy you work with just like I don't understand. Like, there's no, there's no upside, right? So why? Well, do you there keep is doing it? because I, here, here's why. I feel like if you have the lid on, you know, the plastic lid on, it it doesn't get enough air into it, so it it, it takes longer. It stays hotter longer. It's too hot. And yeah. I, if I if I'm see if I were to be sitting at my desk and then the coffee was cooled to the optimum temperature, I would put it into a Yeti at that point. Yeah. But I grabbed this on the run, and I was like, I, it's got to cool while I'm driving. So but I had you, the window down a little bit to cool my. You coffee. just have to settle for less. Like, why? Because of the spilling all over yourself and the, I had to I had to hand it to him to hold at one point in time. And he <laughs> oh, was, also every time he, he was not train tracks. he was not he was not happy because I handed it to him to hold. I put it in the drink holder next to him, and he's like, "Well, now it's going to spill on my pants, and I didn't sign up for this." Yeah, I and, have a coffee, and cup. every time you hit a bump, you have to do like the self leveling. Yeah, where you yeah, it's like when the elevator when you jump at the last second. We used to, I used to party with a guy that we called Bro. And he was the master, the master of people would play like Grateful Dead. He loved Grateful Dead. People would play that music. And he would stand there with a coffee with no lid and he would dance to it. And this was like a special skill that he had where he would dance and contort himself in all crazy shapes and ways and never spill that coffee. So his left hand was always level no matter what his body was doing. And he's like you, but. But good. Yeah, but he was a master. (laughs) I'm constantly spilling coffee. He can control his contortions and he can control his, his. Art of expression or his expression through the art of dance, you can't control the, the potholes. It, well, no one can. The the the, the last interesting part. Uh, I I also got obtained a a desk. I don't know if you saw it. I put it on Instagram. A uh, a desk that goes. Uh, it's, it it rises on um, solenoids, so I can stand while I do my work. I like don't have a to desk. Is that what it's called? Some of them. That's a brand of them. I think yeah, I don't know. It, basically, it's like a scissor desk almost. Like it comes up and it juts out. So you could just stand there and type like you're, you know. Either or. Can you stand or sit? Yeah, I can drop it all the way down and it's the normal size. So yeah. when your watch says, hey, um, do that crazy no. fitness thing that I was mentioning where you stand up. Normally, do yeah, that you could do that. exercise we call standing. You could do that. But I've been standing out of, a, out of an eight-hour day uh, when I'm in the office. I stand for about six and a half hours. That's pretty good. Yeah, but I then I, I forgot about the part where I needed I need a mat to stand on because if I'm wearing dress shoes, uh, oh. <laughs> it's it's it, I don't know. It's worse for my back now. I have a whole new issue. My blood's circulating perfectly, but and you traded ailments. And my coffee is right there. It, it slides straight across <laughs> to my mouth, so that worked out well. You too. know, bending your whole life around coffee is like. I mean, at least I get drunk. It's like a new When I get my vices, I I have a blasty blast and get drunk. You're just tasting notes of flowers or something. It's like having a new girlfriend. Mm -hmm. 
you just want to be around her at all moments, every second of every day. I'm not sure what that's like. <laughs> well, oh, dude, a side note to that. I was looking at Twitter on the way here. Elon Musk is, you know, who Elon Musk is. He's that genius fellow who, uh, I believe he's, yeah, the guy. He, has, he has those cars, the electric car, the, um, what's that electric car? A good one. Um, Tesla. Tesla. Yeah. yeah. He shot his own personal Tesla into space, right? Um, And he's just like super rich and he's a genius and all that. Dude. Okay. Yeah. I Maybe I'm a misogynist. Maybe I lean towards sexist from time to time. Um, But I looked on Twitter and it said he's dating some musician. I forget her name. I'd never heard of her. They were all going to something called the Met Gala or Gala. However you say Okay. Depending on how you say that. Um. But it said he's dating this musician. I'd never heard of her. I'm sure she's great. But she ain't Beyonce, right? And I thought, why? Well, I mean, as far as, like, status. Right. Dude, you're Elon Musk. You're going to date some indie musician? I, I just thought to myself, I don't know what he's worth, but let's say he's a billionaire, right? That's probably fair? Yeah. Okay, so he's a billionaire. Um, I would not have a girlfriend. No way, dude. I, I mean, I see what you're saying. Why? What, what, give me the upside. Well, I will I'll say be, this. I'll pretend I'm a sexist I character. Will say These this. aren't my real thoughts. The heart wants what the heart wants. Now, we could argue with this or about this all day long. Mm. You know, that's no different than the guy who goes like, yeah, there's guys out there. You know, there's a guy out there pissed off at, uh, at Pam Anderson. You know, there's a guy mm-hmm. getting tired of, uh, you know, Brooke Shields. Whoever. I'm not saying the getting tired part. I'm I'm saying the pros to cons. Yeah. Well, I don't know that there's, is there, is there a pro to connecting your, when you have that kind of money, I mean, I I mean, you could just be jet setting at all times. And I know that's where you're going with it. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Mm. He just goes out there, does his thing, dates Brazilian models. But is he truly happy? Yeah, I think, dude, I just... Pretty confident. He's not even close to as rich as Elon Musk. And but, I'm just thinking, Elon Musk can do limitless. Limitless what he can do. And I don't mean, like, just buy. I mean, experience. This guy can go eat. You want to go to, you know, hike the Alps? You want to go to the coolest parts of the entire planet? That's Maybe other planets you by now? want to play alligator games down in Florida? You want to go down to wrestle gators in Tampa? That's fine. You really think... To the list of stuff you're capable of doing, you want to add argue where you should have dinner. Should that ever be a thing? That well, I don't do? think that you. I guess every chick, once she finally like settles in, you it doesn't matter how much money you have. She's gonna oh. be. She's the boss. Oh, you, you better know. believe. It. <laughs> but you better believe. I feel it. like that's when you just go next. You know, you have one of those like things at the butcher shop, and yeah. everybody takes a number, and you sure. just are like, hey, I mean, it's time to switch her out. Like, else. like, um, I don't, I don't agree with that philosophy because I told you five weeks ago, um, when we recorded the last podcast, it didn't record. That was the best episode that ever. you should watch Can't Buy Me Love. And apparently because of this conversation, I see that you still I haven't not. watched any money or yeah. any, any movie or any money, Anyways. but, but Eddie, I didn't watch any money. I feel like videos. if you would have watched Can't Buy Me Love, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I should have done my homework. I've been super busy, but. I'm just, I just, it, it occurred to me, maybe because I've been listening to a lot of Patrice O'Neill lately, mm. and he always, he talks about the concept of the lion, the king and the queen, and mm-hmm. the queen can never be the king, and yada, yada. Um, I just go like, okay, you know, the 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 warehouses where they go X amount of days since our last injury, it's been 29 work days since our last injury. 
I would have that ticker up and I would be like, it's been this many days since I thought um, this was a bad idea. And then I just go, sorry, the counter is getting. I mean, like I said, it's sort of like that, a very tropey thing to say that after a while, every, you know, once you're in a relationship, it doesn't matter how much money you have, like she's going to be who she's going to be. But I also feel like you got to be on your best goddamn behavior because that is, he's the golden ticket. So like the golden ticket. You, you, I, I feel like you're never comfortable. Well, and I, I hate, I hate to make this comparison, but it's almost like, I mean, you got to be throwing other people in. I was going to say, it's almost like being in a, in a concentration camp to where you never know what day is going to be your day. Like, so you really need yeah. to walk. It's a terrible, you know, he, a lot think, of people use that well. analogy. Yes. When it comes to love Elon lives. Musk yeah. and love. <laughs> yeah. But I do feel like you almost need to be throwing other people to the wolves in front of you, like in order to, you know, in order to keep yourself I think being the most, this, maybe cutting your finger and putting some blush blood on your cheek. And, yeah. You, you, you see where I'm Yeah, going. show how much you care. Right. Yeah, I think. A couple of supersets, some squats. <laughs> it's not, I. It's. it sounds super sexist because maybe it is, but what I'm saying is like not, oh, like you could dump this girl whenever you want. You could have a new girl. You could have a new girl every day if you wanted. That's fine. Everybody knows that if you're that rich. What I'm saying is. Love life would be so far down on my list of things I want to do, like like committed love life would be. It wouldn't be like oh like you need a new girl all the time. It would just be like no, I don't. I just don't need a girl all the time. Like I, I'm 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 out here wrestling gators, you know what I mean? I'm 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 snorkeling in the in in wherever. Yeah, I mean, and I'm bringing all my friends and family with me. Do I do I need to go on a date? No. Let's be honest. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Elon Musk or you know anything about his physicality or what he's into, but, 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 but he's not bare grills. Okay. He, I, I don't wow. think he's lit, whether he has the means to live that kind of life, that La Vida Loca. Uh-huh. I feel like he's not Cam Haynes or any of these guys who are out killing bears with Bowie knives and, and, yeah. and, and surviving, you know, two weeks in, in the Sahara or, I where he's like, hey, I don't really don't have time because like me and my boys are gonna go like we're gonna go shoot an elephant in the uh, in yeah, Africa. Yeah. Then you just glass bottom boating in paradise places. Then yeah, no, I feel like this this is the kind of person that goes like I I don't know I I just for him it's different. But okay, if, so if you if you were Elon into, Musk, yes, I understand where wh- you're going. Whatever he's into, love like, and romance. Like okay, if I have the world at my disposal. My love life, I don't think, is that high on the totem pole. I'm, I'm trying my hardest not to shit on your point. I really <laughs> Go am. ahead. But I feel like I don't mind. you don't – It's and this is, is, this is so uh, counterintuitive to your point, but uh, you don't – I don't think you plan shit like that to happen. Like now, you start to you want a love life? You, if, if you're Brett Michaels and you're doing Rock of Love, then maybe you do plan it to happen. Mm. But if you're just going around and and, and meeting people, I, I, sometimes shit comes at you. And but you got to think about is. like this too. If you're if so, you're if you're Elon Musk, you're also a super interesting person, right? I mean, I would think He's yeah, be a super interesting person. I would so, think. so interesting people don't need to be like hodled. I don't think. I think the problem is is you've never met an interesting woman. Oh, how dare you, sir? <laughs> no, I, uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not Elon Musk. No, I said that. Yeah, okay. Well, I said that because 
you are well, looking I mean, at married, the very you know? I, you're looking at the very most of us i think our wives are exceptions to this rule so let's take them out of the equation so everybody but our moms yeah. our wives and our daughters mm. and sisters um so everybody else pretty much are you gonna leave my daughter and she's gonna make somebody miserable just it just average at, like like we are like just they're just they're mm. not they're the same as us you know what i mean mm. i mean really we're a little bit better but mm-hmm. but sure yeah that goes on, yeah. i'm talking about who do you know that's an elon musk level female whoever, you know I mean? whoever like, he's dating ain't elon musk level i'm saying there are out there they have to be out there they have um, to exist is there a real version of laura croft like, Probably. is that a real person, do you think? I mean, I am Somewhere. in the archaeology field. I have yet to run across a real Laura Croft. We kind of yeah. all go like, yeah, okay. Right. Maybe right. there's like a Lenny Croft. Because if Laura, Laura Croft, Croft I don't exists, think so. She can date Elon Musk. And I'd be like, oh, well, that, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you, you have to think that somewhere – I mean, I think female cage fighters are pretty awesome and interesting. Yeah. To or, me, that that's something where you go, that's pretty much outside the norm. Because I think most women are smart to begin with, so they already sure. have that checked off. Yeah, they're cunning. Uh, they're they're usually not strong in the upper body area, but I'll I'll say to that. Hmm. Uh, so you have these you check boxes where you go, okay, smart, cunning, attractive, and then if you add something like, wow, she can also like she's an Olympic gold medal skier. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. right there. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't know any Lindsay of those people. Yeah, exactly. You go, if okay, Lindsay she's Vaughan hot. She's in super good shape. She's obviously smart. Uh, she's dedicated. She obviously puts a lot of time, effort, and dedication, like I said, into whatever she does. Mm. She goes hard. So what's not awesome about that? I'm not saying she's not a raging lunatic. Um, it's or that awesome, she is. but it's still not on the top of my list of things I want to do. Can she ride a unicycle? Oh, that changes. Can sure. yes, this isn't. I Can she like, play a harpsichord? I feel like I'm explaining this wrong. I guess I'm just okay. No, what you're, I, if you can have any attractive woman ever because you're Elon Musk, then finding an attractive woman is not that desirable of a category anymore. Because you're not th- okay. Because they're all over. Go. So who cares? So you're looking for something deeper. That's why you have to go back and watch Can't Buy Me Love. We wouldn't be having this Yeah, but I find the deeper things in, in friends and family at that point because I'm just, you know, I'm out there but, but, a blast okay, blast. You think about this. Your best friend in the world, in whatever era, whatever your best friend was in, your, in, in, the, in the best era. So we've all had best friends at different points in our life that aren't our best friends anymore. Okay. You, you, you follow me? Yeah, like so, fuzz. So, okay, so at the pinnacle... At, the best friend you ever had during the best friend era is Fuzz. And you go like, if I could shave that beard off his face and mm-hmm. clean him up a little bit and make him into a beautiful woman, like Fuzz would be like the perfect companion. He's not aggressive enough. He's too timid. But for a female. Are we sleeping together? I mean, I hope so. Me and so. this dude? I mean, do you, I, mean <laughs> I think it's part of the deal. <laughs> is it a dude or is it a chick? So. No, it's a chick. It's fuzz as a do ch- I but, have but to sleep y- with fuzz? Y- the whole my, my, my point <laughs> my point is this because the answer is yeah I feel like if you could find a woman which we apparently both did mm-hmm. uh, that was everything you were looking for in a woman then uh, it doesn't even matter if they eventually get old and get a unibrow and a mustache because they have all those other the the, the yeah. they are them. The attractive thing I don't think matters that much at at that point. Maybe I'm just broken on the inside to where I'm like why. If you can have everything in the world that interests you, 
and it's not it's not like I like don't have like I don't know sex drive or something. But I'm just saying like if if you can do anything that interests you, you're just a, I you're don't know right that now. women Someone... would interest me enough to want to do it full time. Yeah, I, I, I would want to date that. women. It's not like oh he needs a different girl. I just don't know if I need a girl all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, and that that's the perfect part about being married because when you have a when you have a girlfriend, you you put a lot of this is this sounds or, wrong, but you put right, a lot of effort into having totally a girlfriend. About to say when you have a wife, and your wife is independent and, and not like super clingy, like you kind of yeah, you, you get in, you get into that's the point where you like you kind of do your own thing and you let her do her own thing and she lets you do your own thing that and then you true. do the thing together. Yeah. Maybe I'm every, thinking of once, like this once new... every quarter. <laughs> right, right, right. No, but I mean, maybe that's it. Uh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's just if I was Elon Musk, I wouldn't want to. As long as I, w- I wouldn't want like a new girlfriend. I just I would never get to the point of that awesome partner marriage where it's like you do your thing, I'll do mine, and we'll get together when it makes sense and it's nice. I don't think I would ever ever get there because the initial part of like I don't need this icebreaker portion. I, I, I don't know. Maybe yeah, crazy. I, I don't know. I, I feel like um, we're just never going to live in that world, so it's very hard to say. I mean, you could say the same thing for Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean mm-hmm. the, the the dude. Not only, I mean, he's Elon Musk is probably probably he's definitely way less recognizable on the hot chick circuit than Mark Zuckerberg yep. because of the fact that everybody has Facebook, mm-hmm. everybody knows who he is, everybody's seen his face. Who knows? If the dude has a good personality or bad personality, it doesn't even matter because the fact is, as you know, it's all about that. Maybe that's bills. why George George Clooney married that like he married that woman who's like a lawyer that mm. was fighting for uh, the the rights of oppressed like people in in these awful countries. Because because he, he'd already run through everyone, and he was like, he was just back, like <laughs> yeah, he's like I'm going to need a super hot chick that also does right philanthropy. Yeah, no. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, still don't know I, if I think I'd we do learned about something. George Clooney either. Like, oh, I think I think you can come over for, for Friday, but I'm I, I, I want to play like, pinball Monday night and it, uh, is a guy like Bear Girls is a guy like Bear Grylls married or like that type of dude is why like Why would is, he do it either? I don't know. What I think he was like SAS, he's like a special forces guy. He's married guy to who, the wild, man. I mean, probably not. Like, as soon as they roll up the TV cameras, this dude's, like, sitting at home, like, and his wife's bitching at him because he didn't clear the table or didn't, you know, the laundry's yeah. been sitting there. He didn't, he, she needs help putting the bed back together because she stripped it and it's hard to get that fitted sheet. I, lo- he, I like the idea of Bear Girls only doing, like, processed box shit. Like, he's eating, like, he's eating hot pockets and, like, getting his furniture, like, from Ikea. But he's doing it all with a, a small knife that he had hidden. You know, in his yeah, in like his he's got like, pack. like he's able to drink his own pee in the wild, but at home he's got a bidet. Like he's actually super, <laughs> like super. Uh... I mean, God willing, he's not drinking his own pee at his house. Like he's got, <laughs> <you know? laughs> he doesn't have to. Yeah, let's but... let's calm it down, Bear Grylls. <laughs> he doesn't. Have and he's just to. sitting there like, oh, I don't do that. So <laughs> he's just doing that at his house. They're like, we ordered pizza. He's like, no, thank you. He's in the backyard <laughs> eating bark. <laughs> no, I'm good. I got this covered. Uh, like he's that guy when you're like, you know, he calls up. He's coming to a party. He's like, hey, did you need me to bring anything? You're like, no. <laughs> no, no. No. He's like, because most of this pee is good. 
Most or, of it is, or, is, is you could drink a lot of it. You know those jagoffs that like everybody has to make something special for them. Like my sister in law comes over for family dinner, and we always have to make a non meat plate for her. Like so, we have to we have to make dinner around the one person. I say don't who doesn't, do it. I do you too. Know I stand on it. But. Yeah, I do too. And I and I I think that she would she would expect to come over if I was if I had my way and and just suffer or you just can not enjoy eat. The, you can enjoy the bag of breakfast. But everyone else, but like we're all eating. You know, we don't have to eat tofu, but we just don't get to eat the great shit we want to eat. Yeah. So, you know, I, I hope Bear Grylls doesn't hold people accountable to eat grubs or, you know, any or, or try to force that upon people. Like when Bear Grylls hosts a party. He's like, hey, I'm having a housewarming party. And then he won't let anybody bring anything. And all it is, like, he's, there's no house. <laughs> like, they're just in the woods and he's just in the dirt. He's like, make yourself at home. Any tree exactly. you like. Like, any, anything you want to do. You know, he's probably more hospitable than me. He's like, listen, if you need to crash here, you could go ahead and lay on that log. It's not a problem. I'll wake you up in the morning. Where I would be like, hey, dude, Find clock your on own. the wall is ticking. Find it's, time to, wilderness. it's time to move on down you, the road. You see the sundial I made out of out of clay and bark? Yeah. It says it's time to go. That's right. Hey, how old is it too old to get braces? You know, braces? Yep. 16. I'm asking for me. I'm heavily considering getting braces. I, I asked my wife about the Invisalign trays, and she's like, yeah, if your insurance covers it, go ahead. But no, it ain't happening no. otherwise. Real. I mean, they're, no, co- they're cosmetics. No, so, no, Listen, they're no. cosmetics, so they're like like whitish. No. You can still see them, but it's not like metal. Like, it doesn't look like, like Stan's no. sister. There's no, you know, will I get headgear? I don't know. Maybe, because that's cool. Why don't you just do the Invisalign? Um... Dude, these cosmetic ones, it's six months, you're done. You have to go to Honduras. straight, dude. It's You've never had braces? No. Did you have them before? Yeah. Oh, you're going to do it again? Well, yeah. I wouldn't what do you do have twice, to do it again? Yeah, because I didn't get a retainer, so my bottom teeth moved. My top teeth are good. You're not supposed to get braces twice in one life. You're not supposed to. You you're supposed to wear your mate. You're supposed to wear your retainer to retain. Oh, don't you hate when you know people that had braces as a kid and you never got them, so you're, like, you're all crooked? But they got them, and, and then their teeth look terrible. Yeah, mine. No. You, well, just well, my bottom. I, mean, I have one, one tooth. moves. I just mean like like somebody whose mouth looks like shit. Yeah. And no, it's like you, you, your parents had the money for braces. Why on earth do they look that bad? I mean, that just happens, I guess. But anyways. Yeah, I, no, uh, I'd say 16, though. Yeah. I mean. You I, don't think 30. I was hoping you'd they'd say 39. 30, yeah. Anything because before 40, way. you're gold. Yeah. No. Yeah. How old are you? Yeah, you're past that. Dude, I'm thinking about doing it. I mean, is it possible? I, I don't want to do it. Like for, you know, like back in the day when girls get pregnant and their family sent them away. Can we send you away and then you come back beautiful? That's what I'd like to do. Like, is it possible if maybe someone could like put you in a coma? Mm, yeah, I want to go under. <laughs> yeah. Like underground. Not to just put your braces on, but like under until your braces are ready to come like, off. Put me in a coma and underground. Dude, it's going to be so uncomfortable because if you've never had braces, it, like especially if you think you're going to fix everything in six months, the amount of movement that needs to happen in the... In, in, they're, not that, ah, they're not that crazy. Doesn't matter, off. dude. I'm He's telling six, you. Dude, six to ten is what they promised. Yeah. I'd go, I'd go on the long side of that like, six. Do we get into writing? No. If he says 10. Like, I mean, it's possible, but no, I'm but the writing will never say 10 for sure. It'll say we hope to get it done between 6 and, and 10. I mean, I, I, let's just say 10. It's 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 not comfortable. It's not good. I know. I mean, your but... lips get chapped. You're cutting into your lips all the time with your braids. Your kid bumps you and you're, you know, then you got to like slap them. Oh, man. That doesn't sound good. You... And here's the thing, too. Is remember I was telling you, like, I didn't go to my 10-year. 
I didn't go to my 10-year high school. You show back up with braces now. <laughs> year. I didn't go to 10-year because I was like, ah, I'm a loser, man. I got my life a little straightened out a little bit better. I mean, a little well, bit. Well, hey, it's the thing, though. You know, from where you grew up, people see that you have braces. Like, this guy made it. Yeah. He finally could afford Ooh, braces. Look at big money. <laughs> look at big money, Ben. What if, what if I just, like, get them... But then I also do something stupid like Takashi Six Nine. Dude. Like I get like a rainbow grill, and I, then I go, "These aren't braces. This is like um, your rubber bands are like socks colors." <laughs> no, listen. Here's what here's what you do. You tell people. You tell people. Remember it's the awful. guy that his friends bet him a million dollars that he wouldn't get breast implants and keep them in for a year, and he ended up getting oh. so much attention from chicks that were like loved his boobs. Like he was just what? getting chicks left really? and right. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a true story. So there's like they these, loved his, there's this millionaire group of guys boobs? that like one of the bets was the, uh, I don't I think it's the same guy that got the boobs he had to stay in his bathroom for a, either six months or a year oh without God. leaving he could not leave his bathroom but he got a million dollars for doing it that's insane yeah he did it and he got fake boobs for a year and he kept them same dude did both yeah that guy's amazing. like that's what he did. he he was like the the dumbass Which of his is, group that wasn't that. a. Uh, a venture capitalist. And I got to know who it is. Well, we could look it up. I mean, you could look it up. But my whole point is you could tell people that we you lost a bet. Okay. And so I bet you, you know, I don't have a million dollars, but let's be more reasonable. I bet you 60 bucks that uh, you couldn't wear braces for six months. So six you to, bet six me I couldn't ten, go a year without months. eating a chip. And I'm doing that for no incentive. You know yeah. how many times I've said no to chips so far? And it, what, what, we never decided. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've had any chips either. We never, you've had a chip. I don't think I have. Not nearly a chip. chip. Oh, I'm trying to think back if I had it. Uh, I eat to, a tostada to, a to for breakfast every day. That's a chip, I guess. No, it's close to a chip. I mean, it's technically But I still chip. like, Just people are going like, oh, what do you get if you go a year? And I was like, nothing. Actually, I didn't. Self-satisfaction, man. Yeah, but it, I was supposed to like, you were like going to bet me like you couldn't do it. But I was just sort of like, yeah, I can Actually, I think I proposed it to myself. Yeah, you did. And then I was supposed to come up with something, and I just... I mean, I've been on a diet since January, so... Yeah. Okay, so um, I I think I'm going to do it. If I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it in a couple years because my kids will need them soon. I'll be like, well, it's them or me, it's them. (laughs) Do it. Straighten them, whiten them. Dude, it's this whole Jocko thing. Like, get better. Go... Like, like, this this self-improvement thing. You don't think he meant braces? I don't know. I don't know. Actually, Jocko never did bring up braces. It's never, it's never come up. No, I got to ask you, a, a buddy. I got a call out of the blue. A guy that I used to work with that retired. Somebody called me and did ask me for a uh, <laughs> a referral. He's trying to get a job, and he put me down as his one of his references. Oh. And again, I usually tell people if you're going to put me down as a reference, please let me know because. One of the questions that always comes up is how long have we known one another? And usually the person will extend that by about 10 years. Like, oh, yeah, we've been we've been good buddies for 20 years. Yeah. When really it's only been 10. Uh, because you really want them out of the five people you get to pick that aren't related to you or whatever. You really want to show that it's somebody who really knows you and has been around for a long period of time. Would you agree? Yeah, for sure. So I just feel like if you're going to sneak out on your wife or you're going to, you know, put me down on, give me a call. Let me know what the plan is. Yep. Okay. Give me the score. Let me know uh-huh. where, where we work together, what times we work together and, and what kind of questions I may have ask. it laid out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just simple courtesy, mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, so, so, a, a, I was called and, you know, being me, I can't help myself sometimes, even though I knew this guy's job was on the line. I started out by saying, they said, well, why don't you give me a, tell us a little bit about Bob. And I said, you know, Bob has an amazing laugh 
and an infectious smile. And this lady said this to me. No, you did not. Okay. um, I have a couple other questions to ask you. Uh, Just real quick, though, on the infectious smile and or the amazing smile and the infectious laugh. I said, no, no. Amazing smile and infectious laugh. She said, yeah, I don't think that's going to help him out in this, uh, this, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, in this interview or in, in, in this, the prospect for this new job. But I do think, ma'am, show me a scenario where an amazing smile doesn't benefit. I do thank you for, uh, for letting me know about that. And I thought that's kind of, kind of sending and rude because I was letting you know right off the bat that, you know, this guy has an, uh, he's a warm person. And I just did it in in a way that I thought was creative. And she was like, I have five questions. I need you to answer yes or no. It did sound like you're setting up a match.com profile. So, she asked me the five questions. Well, she asked me the first three, and I said yes, yes, yes. And they were all like, you know, hey, is this person great? Is this person awesome? They were like, you already have answered an the first one. We <laughs> yeah. were going to ask about his infection. And then smile. she goes, I get the feeling we're going to be all yeses on this. And I'm thinking, okay, so why? Whoa, whoa, I, I, whoa. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What are the last two questions? I mean, yeah. you you may pull out one that I can't deny. Uh-huh. So uh, one of the questions I really had to laugh in thinking of the person. Why did you say amazing smile though? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> like you're it, it, but up. she was so annoyed by it. It was almost like the lady that I flexed and told her that the, you know the tracksuit was tight on my muscles. Yeah, yeah. Like she just wasn't having it. It just, just and I'm What's just like up? you know what? What, what are you so up? joyless? If all day you call around and you do you know you do background checks on people. I feel like this one you should be like, you know what, man? This was a diamond in the rough. I hope I get. I hope somebody else puts this guy down because he yeah. he also has mm-hmm. an infectious laugh. If it's and between you and a guy that, awesome. whose laugh isn't infectious, obviously the choice is clear. As I was day. like, hey, listen. I mean, if if I'm any reflection, and I'm friends with this guy, yeah. I mean, c- clearly you should bring him on board because he's also just like me. Yeah. And she thought to herself, this guy's probably a lot like this asshole on the phone. So you can hear she, how amazing my smile is over the over the phone. Right she now. cut the ba- she cut the the background check short, and uh, she jettisoned this thing quickly. And uh, she said, "Okay, thank you. I appreciate your time and effort. Have a great day." So I called this person and I said, hey, uh, Bob, um, this is what happened. And he, and he said, well, what'd you say? And I told him, and he goes, well, why'd you say that? Well, I thought it was a nice, uh, nice touch. A little bit about you. I mean, she wanted to ask me a bunch of questions that were very specific mm-hmm. to your work performance. And I thought, well, that's not all this person is. He's more than that. Yeah, right. And he was also less than thrilled. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, listen, dude, you put me down, okay? I thought I was doing you a solid. He's like, just one time I wanted you to come through for me. I did accidentally drink a 20-ounce cup of coffee, which I didn't know they made. Prior, that, that just made prior to say, it, I got a little crazy. I'll like be when you drink coffee, you. the adjectives just start flowing. I went into the coffee house and I said, give me the biggest coffee you have. And then I turned around. I'm expecting around a phone and, call. Give me something good. And then I turned around <laughs> and I pointed to the guy I was meeting for coffee. And I said, no, just give me what he's got. But I didn't realize because um, I didn't turn back around and see her. She was already making my 20-ounce coffee. All and right. then somebody later said, you realize that uh, a drip pot of coffee is, is, is uh, 20 ounces. So you just you drank an entire pot of coffee. And I is did. Is it really? Yeah. What? Yeah. A pot is? Yeah. Feels like a pot's more than that, no? That's mm-hmm. crazy. So, but I want to go back to the question. Like when she goes, I feel like these are all going to be yeses. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, this is what you do. Like this is your task is to call these people and see if they're good. You know, How about just not making them yes or no? How about, hey, 
here's a question and then just not having it a yes or no. Well, just if if I answer a couple and you think that they're going in, in a positive direction because the guy knows that you wrote him down as a reference, like you're not going to – if you're applying, you're not going to put someone's name down that, well, apparently that isn't this guy a did. fan of you at all. Apparently this guy did. I guess my thing is like – Right. No, I got you. You expect to call a reference and not have them be like, well, don't hire that dude. He's well, a real jerk off. Pro so, tip. So when you get a couple of yeses in a row, why cut it off? Like, look, just keep asking because this is what you're doing. Pro tip. I have been known to do a background check or two in my in my my daily uh, – um, in my job. Okay. okay? I'm re- yeah. Sometimes I'm required to do some background check. Side jobs for sure. And uh, when I do do that, I never ever the people that they put down are are the mo, are I do quick interviews of those people, but then I require those people to provide me some other people names, some other names. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm sneaky. like, well, who else? Yeah, who sneaky. else? Who else do you know? You know that that would yeah. would, would might might be able to give me give some me the information. list of uh, ex girlfriend names of some or... girls that I didn't end so well with. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I weasel my way into it, but but this was this person was 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 I believe a little joyless. Yeah, and I like to be joyful. Well, I guess you could play devil's advocate and be like, "Look, this person knows this is all just a dog and pony show." Right. So as soon as you say yes, she's like, "We're good. We're we're good." I wanted to say, "Are you sure that this person's applying for this job because they don't seem to be simpatico?" Well, I don't know how many people have ever. <laughs> right. I don't know how many people have ever called. No one lists me as a reference, right? That would be silly to do. So if somebody did, I, I would, just have a prestigious job title. Right, I mean, that's what well, it comes I'm down not. To. Yeah, I haven't. Cu- I've barely curated adventurer, anything. museum curator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm if, from Indiana, an Indiana curator. So if somebody were to call me, it would be such a big deal for me <laughs> as like a narcissist. I'd be like, whoa, whoa. Okay, we we talk about my friend for a minute, but uh, a few things about myself. Let me tell you how I molded him into the person you'll see before you. Yeah. They'll be like, how long have you known him? Well, before I met him, I. First, I went to I was in Hester, so I went to Caldwell yeah. Elementary. Let me log this in order to figure out how long I've Let's known see. him. I, I have to, to go Scott. back. Yeah, I went to Scott. Middle school. I didn't meet him until late high school, but I went to Scott Middle School. Oh, I had the best science teacher. <laughs> and then, they're like you know, twenty right. minutes later, they're like, "Yeah, but when did you meet him? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it won't make sense later if I don't tell you uh, how I got broke up with in seventh grade because that was mm. kind of like had the backstory sure. to how me, he and I met later. Yeah, I would do like I would do, you know. I would probably bring up Cheryl Scott and Cool Ranch Doritos a few times. She'd be like, I need to know about. I felt like hesitation would have screwed him. So like a minute she fired off a question. Yes. Yes. Is this person a a good, honest person? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. I mean, yeah. Yeah, basically. She should have just left the silence there and seen where I went with that. Because that's what I do sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he's he's a good person. How long are you going to sit with that silence before you then need to validate your 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 answer right yeah nice effective pause Would right you say they're trustworthy yeah 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 right I mean, I mean yeah would you leave this person alone with your children yes would you let this person monitor your children swimming in the pool i think maybe would you leave yeah. this person alone with your wife yes would you leave this person yeah. alone with your wife in the pool yeah and then just the longer <laughs> yeah, and longer and longer right. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, dude, actually, this isn't about a job. Uh, I'm, this is this is a private detective agency. And... Like, I'm, I'm just calling to let you know this dude's sleeping with your wife. Yeah, right. 
That's what we didn't really know how to break. You know, we're trying to figure out ways to sort of uh, break it. You'd say he's a nice guy. Sure, yeah. You'd say, like, you're you're so wrong. You have no idea about this guy. You trust him and your wife to go camping. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Okay, I got some receipts to show you some photographs. Well, I mean, basically. What are the odds that these are photoshopped? Yeah. Uh, That's bad news. Fingers crossed. Oh, before um, before we get out of here, I want to. I, I asked people on Twitter not too long ago um, for some. It's kind of like, uh, dude, are you are you without a wallet now? You have a cell phone that has a wallet built into it. I bought this little pocket at Five Below. It was mm-hmm. two dollars, and I put my ID and my credit card in one other thing, and that's it. I have a wallet I keep in my car, but I no longer gotcha because I've been wearing skinny sweatpants so often that I can't put that big fat wallet in there. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I've gone. Okay. It's great. It's the best best decision next to braces. It's the best decision <laughs> I've ever I've ever came up with. I got one last thing I need to talk about. Okay. Um, so I told you when I moved to my mom's house after that point, I stopped watching normal television, and I pretty much only had I was in my mom's basement watching Netflix. There's nothing. And I've, sta- I've stayed with it, but I will tell you, um, I've taken it to another level. I got sucked into this show called Gamora. And uh, Gamora is an Italian Netflix. I don't know if it's if it's a Netflix original. I don't think it is, but it is an Italian two season Italian mafia story. Um, not like Sopranos because it's Sopranos is sort of like dark comedy. But is this it, is is it foreign? Oh yeah, I mean it's in Italian. I mean you say Italian, but it's oh, it's in it's in Italian. Oh, okay, one hundred percent, no English. Okay. Uh, I think 24 episodes, two seasons, two 12 episode seasons. And Never heard of it. I started watching it. It's amazing, dude. It is vile. It's everything you want a mafia thing to be. And track really? suits galore because it's in Italy. They're driving okay. Vespas with uh, MP5s and just lighting people up with bombs. This and is machine like guns. pornography for you. Oh, dude. Hot Italian chicks. Like you're watching track this on, suits, on your cell phone in the shower. Bad mustaches. Chest hair, not the all. Sounds I mean, great. not on all. Not, those aren't on the chicks, but they're all yeah. different things. Yeah, well, not well, in any particular order. Yeah, either way. Um, and it's in, it's not in English. So I started watching, and I didn't realize there was this other use for it. It makes my wife go away and go up to her bedroom and watch TV <laughs> because she is so turned off by having to put in the effort to watch a television show where she has to read. And I think this is true for most chicks. The minute they have to read, they're like, that is stupid. This is dumb. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was uh, was an amazing movie. Yeah. And I remember back then she was like, this is the – she wouldn't even get a chance because there was – even if a movie breaks into subtitles for like, I don't know, five minutes of it, like it's snatched. like this, this is a piece of crap. I can't watch this. She hates when the pike Storms out. out. Yet again, watches Kardashians and uh, you know Grey's Anatomy and all these other sure. total pieces of crap. Sure. But anyway, so she would leave, and then I would get to. And the other thing is, it annoys me even when she watches shows that I'm watching and she's half watching and she's on her phone the whole time because I'm like, how? So you cannot be on your phone and watch this because no. Not only is it important to see what they're saying by reading it, but you have to the. I guess in a, in a different language, in a different country, and the cultures are different. The body language is different. the The inferences are different. Mm-hmm. the The way they they communicate non verbally is yeah. extremely different. So That's cool. One thing is is these two guys who are are are, are badass mafiosos. 
they talk so close. At, at any at any moment, they're li- they were going to be French kissing. Yes, Gross. they're having like a deep, I mean, cool. in depth conversation, and it's like it's very. And again, this could be me being an American and, and being, uh, you know, not seeing it too often. But I'm like, eh, it's a little close Sounds with the mouths. It's a little close with the mouths. But uh, outside of that, it's a ten. The show is amazing, really? and I, I think they have a, a season three. It might already be out in Europe, but they're. Maybe transcribing it. Dude, there's, there's so, so much good content. I'm like behind on everything. So, uh, with that being said, it worked out for a couple days, and then at some point, my wife was like, well, "What is this about?" And I'm like, "Well, I can't really explain it to you right now because I'm trying to read and watch body language, reading texts, listening to cool European music, watching tracksuits, and uh, watching olive skinned beauties." And you're talking to me right now. Okay. And then um, she starts complaining. Look at these guys. Why do they dress like that? This doesn't look tough. He looks like a pussy. Why is he wearing? Why has he got a ponytail? <laughs> I said these guys are European. And then I get I get I get angry. I start defending it. I go, listen, these guys are in the mafia. Okay, the legit mafia. It's not like New Jersey where these guys are fat dudes hanging around strip clubs. These guys are in going, it. Oh, this is this is twenty. You know, this is current day. Oh wow. Okay. This ain't a throwback. This is what's going on right now in Naples, okay? And she's like, well, they look pretty they look pretty lame to me. <laughs> I like in it. Her own, like in her, in her own terminology, though. She's yeah. like, yeah, look at this guy's freaking Gucci loafers. He's a real tough guy there. And I'm like, this dude would cut your head off and kill your children. He'd blow up your mother. He, Yeah, I don't think so. He looks kind of like, shoes like, those, he <laughs> he looks like a total pussy nope. to me. <laughs> and then she's like, why is that guy driving a Vespa? I go, it's Europe, okay? <laughs> This is what they do in I Europe. Like that she sucks the, oh, she sucks the joy she, out of Oh my god! I was like, "Can you please?" I'm not even asking you to suspend disbelief because this is how it goes in Europe. Okay, I'll, these dudes are thug nasty in their own way in their own country. Okay, I'm sorry that they're not doing. They're, they're not. They're not riding around in, in 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 cars that are bouncing up and down and and, and you yeah. know they're in the hood and 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 you know all this kind of stuff and, and all that. Okay. These guys all have their own Vespas. I love that you're wowed by the authenticity of it, and she's doubled down on how stupid, well, <laughs> how unknown. She's doubled down on how unbelievable. It's but it's not that it it's is. unbelievable. She's saying these European men are waifs. They yeah. all are wearing tapered pants. Yeah. They all are 130 pounds or less, Uh-oh. except for one of the main characters. He's you know a Tony Soprano style guy, but everybody else is. It's pretty much definitely under 150 pounds. Okay. But I go, hey, you know, these, these guys are teenagers, dude. I go, this guy oh, right so here, I, so I could kick this guy's ass, 16 right saying. now, and he's wielding an AK-47. He doesn't even care, man. He's killing at will. Like, this dude is – and then a scene's about to happen. And I go, you got to watch this, dude. This is about to get crazy. She's like, <laughs> how crazy could it be? That guy's like – I mean, that guy's as big as our 13-year-old kid. Like, what could he do? I, well, dude, this dude's ruthless. What are you I talking mean, about? I he's going to – you know what? I think she's convincing me now. She's oh, got no, some good points. No, no. This is re- and then she's like, this music yeah. is all terrible. Maybe this is what you're not looking at to. it from the other way around. Dude. These guys are just convinced you they're cool. Be- because they French kiss when they talk and because they're from Italy, you assume they're cool. But maybe she's right in the all. She says all a bunch of pussies. This show is dumb. It's stupid. The guys are really pussies and uh, they drive Vespas. And that's basically how watch- she would review... But then I heard her. She's like, hey, I was telling so-and-so about that show you watch. I'm like, oh, so you thought it was cool? She's like, no, I was just telling about that show you watch. I'm you know, probably telling you how, how stupid it is. <laughs> yeah. well, it made me so angry. Because it's like, if you don't like it, go away. But don't shit on it. 
Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I have a tendency to shit on things people yeah. like, I think. Yeah, I but, think but, I like your philosophy, but then I think about every time my wife plays country music, I go on 15 minutes about how bad it is. Well, I did that the oh, other, my wife, I listened to five country songs in a row yesterday on the way to dinner on the country station, and not one of them that I recognize as being country. So I said, what is this? Country this music country. uses hip hop drums now. Yeah. Like the drums are the yeah. same. Like there's little trap beats like mm. mixed in there. It's, yeah, it's bad it's news. I mean, I, I, I like Call it what you want. Merle Haggard is country music. This yeah. is not country music to me, but whatever. It's all hodgepodge now. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Everything's asexual and it's, everything's a typical and everything's a whatever. It's else. all written by four dudes from Sweden. Yeah, like exactly. every genre. There's the, so they got a formula. <laughs> it's the same guys. That those write. guys that were the bucket mask heads. Yeah. What are those two guys? The dust brother? No. The uh, oh, what are the other two guys? Chemical. No. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. The two brothers. <laughs> those guys. Oh, uh, uh, they remixed. Dot, dot, uh, Daft, Punk. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Yeah, those dudes are the same ones that write Ariana and Grande and Garth Brooks <laughs> and Matchbox Twenty and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same dude. So, okay. anyway, well, whatever. whatever. Anyway, so don't. You, so I'll, I'll check that show out. Problem is, I still got to watch. See, I want to watch these new seasons, but I've been so long that I forget. So I'm watching Westworld season one again slowly, so that season two makes sense. Yeah, no, I gotcha. I didn't see Stranger Things season two. I want. I didn't like it. I want to watch season one again, like the first, three so episodes. that it makes sense. But yet, I never have enough time to watch one season, let alone two. Well, so what I end up doing is I end up YouTubing Norm McDonald <laughs> and just listening to him for hours while I do other tasks. You ever do that? Uh, yes. Like you mean like stand up? No, I mean just YouTube Norm McDonald and anything you get is great. Like I like Norm on Howard Stern telling stories Norm, about Bob Euchre. Uh, no, I, some of the best shit I've ever heard. Norm McDonald uh, on late night. I got into a thing for about a week where all I did was go on YouTube. I mean, all I did my brother's hot about seeing Norm, just so you know. What's that? Norm comes to town. My oh. my brother's all over it. Dude, I'm I'm in. Like, I'm going in your trunk. I don't care. Uh, I got so, like, for about a week while I would do other tasks, I would just play Norm MacDonald appearances on Conan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I got addicted to it. I was like, I, I never wanted to hear anything. That's all I was doing as far as, like, <laughs> as far as, like, audio-wise. I wasn't listening to music. I wasn't listening to podcasts. Just Norm MacDonald's. Boom. Literally the funniest person in the world. <laughs> He said the funniest thing ever on a lo- YouTube. A lot of times. A lot of times. Yeah. All right. That is episode 177 of the podcast. We'll see you next time. Later.